Welcome to Freedom Matters Today. I'm Michael J. Sutton, and this is episode 80 in our series, Freedom from Fear. Today, freedom from strength. Have you ever felt alone, truly alone? Have you ever felt that there was no one there to support you and no one cared? Most have. Many experience the clouds of daily melancholy that fall like mist on the soul. A gentle layer of coldness for the day ahead. And we crave anything that might lift our spirits, be it a ray of sunlight, a kind word or the fellowship of others. Many never experience it and many are alone. Have you ever been to church and been ignored? I have. It happened a lot. It happens to lots of people, most people in fact. It is why so many churches appoint welcome pastors, so no one else need to talk to new people and take time away from their social club gatherings. Churches can be dreadfully lonely places, because they are not places where Christians gather. They are places where people gather who participate in a ritual. Once the ritual is over, Their Christianity ends for the week, and they become the same selfish narcissists they were when they entered the church doors an hour before. We have been pondering Paul's imperative in Ephesians chapter 6 verse 10. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. We have reflected upon our forgetfulness and the possibility of being free from weakness by relying on Jesus for our strength. Most people, I dare to say, fall into the category of yesterday's reflection, beginning a day from a position of weakness. But not all do. Many are strong people. They have a reservoir of internal power. They have an endless supply of natural enthusiasm, and nothing seems to sway them. While many people crave the presence and power of God in their lives, Others dare not tip their toes in the water because they have their own strength, their own power and their own determination. Relying upon the Lord is a sign of weakness for these Christians because they don't need God in the way others do. These are the super-Christians, those valiant few who stand firm because Christianity is obvious, it's natural, it makes sense. They are too good for others. They know it all. They have been to Bible college and seminary, they have done the required reading for the week, and they look down upon others who talk of faith as something daily, something real, and something complicated. There is no greater source of spiritual pride than the values of those who march out of seminary every year. They have tasted the heavenly things. They have been infused with years of Bible teaching and they know everything. They are ready to lead, ready to judge, and ready to laugh at the weakness and stupidity of those who were not godly enough to go to seminary. You can easily spot a seminarian graduate online. It's dead easy. First, they're difficult to understand. They use words that nobody uses and few understand. They use these sentences and phrases because they think they're still in the lecture hall and normal people speak that way. Second, since most are dedicated Christian fascists, 
they think that everyone in the world understands where they're coming from and what they're saying. To use a colloquial expression, they preach to the converted. In other words, they're only interested in reaching a tiny group of people who think like them. God forbid if some pagan stumbles onto their page or website. Most Christian ministers are online to advance their ecclesiastical career, and once they land a good job, their online journey ends. The third way to spot a seminarian graduate online is in their sectarian attitudes. They are usually in one camp or the other, and they are keen to point out their political affiliations, whether they are right-wing or left-wing, evangelical or liberal, pro-Trump or anti-Trump. To those valiant, strong people who do not need to walk with Christ because it's beneath them, after all, they're priests and ministers and pastors and bishops and archbishops, let me say a few words of chastisement from those who do not feel it is beneath them to walk with Christ. First, Paul's imperative to be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power is for you too, not just your congregations. Your strength will run out. And on the day it does, you probably will discover you had no faith to begin with. It was all words, bluster, bravado. A person of true faith is open to God, open to learning new things, someone who is genuinely humble and is excited to learn from all people, not just the educated someone who wants to truly communicate all the wonder and power of a life transformed by Christ to all people. For the strong, I offer this prayer. Lord, this day, teach me something new about you, your world, your people and me. May I be strong in the Lord, not in my own strength, my own learning, my own past and my own privileges. I lay them all at your feet and consider them of no importance, no significance. Say that you found me and rescued me and gave me life, a hope and a future. My strength I lay at the cross and henceforth strive to be strong in you, my Lord Jesus. Amen. Remember, freedom matters today because you matter to God. Join me tomorrow for another episode of Freedom from Fear.